live nighttime racing at Los Alamitos this Saturday and Sunday night with action-packed thoroughbred racing and thrilling quarter horse racing every night. And as always, Los Alamitos features night racing's best bets, like our early and late pick fours. Last weekend, the early pick four pool had a pool of over $170,000, while the late pick four had a pool of more than $140,000. And remember, Los Alamitos still offers the 10,000 pick six promo on Sunday nights if there's not a carryover. Our total pick six pools average over $60,000 each racing night. Enjoy the best of daytime simulcast racing at Los Alamitos with luxury-filled indoor seating locations in the beautiful Vessels Club. For weekend reservations, call 714-820-2681. Plus, we have the fun and convenient Burgart Sports Bar for the large wagering area and wall-to-wall big-screen TVs. We're all about the horse players. Our nighttime meet continues at Los Alamitos, and great racing is always here. Join us this Saturday and Sunday night at Los Alamitos. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada race book mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the race book right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our race book is completely separate from the sports book and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service. Bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our ID. PTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation is committed to helping our nation's heroes and their families in their darkest hours. When a first responder or veteran doesn't return home and leaves behind a young family, Tunnel to Towers supports them. The foundation pays off their mortgages and lifts their financial burdens through their Gold Star Family Home Program and Fallen First Responder Home Program. Through their Smart Home Program, catastrophically injured veterans and first responders regain their independence with a mortgage-free home, especially a Adapted to meet their unique physical needs. Tunnel to Towers also provides housing assistance and services to our nation's homeless veterans through their Homeless Veteran Program. They are helping more than 2,000 in 2023 because no veteran should be living on the streets of the country they signed up to protect. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good and never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices made by our nation's heroes. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2, T.org. The following is a Race Day Las Vegas presentation in association with Sirocco Productions Limited on the Race Day Las Vegas Radio Network. From the gaming capital of the world, time for Race Day Las Vegas, covering the sport of kings with a Las Vegas perspective. Now to the race desk with your host, Ralph Sirocco. From the backstretch to the turf flow, at the race books and on the internet, 
to all horse players around the world, a good morning. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Race Day Las Vegas radio program for this almost Friday, Thursday, and almost Groundhog Day, Thursday. Coming to you live and direct from the gaming capital of the world, Las Vegas, Nevada, right here at our new home base, the South Point Studios at the South Point Hotel Casino, right here on Las Vegas Boulevard, this fabulous strip here in Las Vegas. We welcome you to the show, and we welcome all the listeners and watchers here at the South Point Studios uh, spot on YouTube. If you want to see us and hear us, go to YouTube and hit uh, South Point Studio. You get to us and you'll uh, watch the show as, as well as uh, listen to the show. But we do have other platforms that people can listen to. And of course, that is our website, racedaylasvegas.com.vegas.world.global. You got your iPhone and your Android with the KSHP app that you can put on there and you can hear us as well as on our anchor uh, station, radio station here in Las Vegas, KSHP Sports Talk 1400 AM and 107.1 FM, and of course, anywhere you get your podcasting as well. Simply put, however, wherever, whenever, welcome to this almost Friday, Thursday show. We welcome you to the show, and I can tell you this, talking about the weather here, it's about 55 degrees right now here in Las Vegas. And uh, believe it or not, the high projected for today is 56, so it's just going to be this way, and that's a good reason for that, because it's cloudy outside, and we're expecting rain uh, coming through here today and this evening. Then it'll clear out with partly cloudy and sunny skies for both uh, Friday and Saturday and Sunday. And the uh, another storm comes in Sunday evening that'll give us rain Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday of Super Bowl week. And the weather, uh, as far as the temperature are concerned, I uh, it'll be between 50 and uh, the 60s uh, throughout uh, the uh, forthcoming future right up to Super Bowl Sunday, which is a week from Sunday, of course. And this town is getting ready for the Super Bowl, no doubt about it. Here at the South Point, by the way, folks, I just want to remind you that we were talking with uh, Jonathan Hardoon just yesterday about the enormous amount, the gargantuan amount of money they're getting for tickets for the Super Bowl, which is live right down the street at Allegiant Stadium. And tickets are selling for like ten grand up in this nosebleed section. However, just down the street from that, back here at the South Point, they're getting for ready for a big Super Bowl blowout here at the South Point. Between the ballrooms and the uh, the uh, sports book and the lounges and the bars, there's going to be over 4,000 free seating for the Super Bowl parties here in the uh, South Point. All the ballrooms and everything else free, 4,000 seats for, for the, uh, the big uh, game. And, of course, uh, don't forget, here at the South Point in our sports book, they are holding to the dime line as far as it's concerned for the uh, – the sides and the overs-unders, the 10-cent line here for betting on the game as well. So uh, I got to tell you, uh, you get, here at South Point, it's just it's going to be just like being at the Super Bowl, except you don't have to worry about paying the exorbitant prices for all this stuff. Enjoy it on the big screen TV. Have uh, a lot of time to spend in the casino, etc., in our fine restaurants here, and uh, just have a good time. And you don't have to worry about uh, the traffic outside. Just get in your car which is free parking in the parking lot, and head on home. That's the way to do it here at the South Point. And so we'll have Rich Ng here a little bit later on to get the latest on the lines on the Super Bowl. And, of course, 
Jonathan Hardoon is with us today. Uh, Rich Ang, like I said, will be with us. John Lendo's back from jury duty. I guess uh, they either dismissed him or they made a decision real quick in his case. John Lendo will be with us today. And Jerry Jackowitz is going to give us his part two of the betting strategies that he was talking about when we ran out of time yesterday. So uh, Jerry will be back as well. Of course, John and uh, Jonathan will have selections today for Gulfstream Park. John Lindo's Linda Report has a Linda Report today here in the book for uh, Gulfstream Park. A couple of quick notes. Uh, they're going to draw for the Kentucky Derby, the race, the Kentucky Derby, they're going to draw on one week before now. The draw is going to happen not on the Wednesday before the Kentucky Derby, but the Saturday before the Kentucky Derby. They're going to draw for the Kentucky Derby on Saturday April 27th, and that's going to be great news for all the handicappers and all the people and even the horsemen. So this is a big difference, the Kentucky Derby being drawn a week ahead of time. Aqueduct is going to add a racing day on uh, the 29th of February, the 29th of this month. It's on a Thursday. There'll be an extra day of racing at Aqueduct, uh, making up for one of their cancellation days during uh, the cancel- weather cancellations. And... Um, uh, we're going to have the field sizes. We've got the fields for all four of the Kentucky Derby prep races that are going to be run this weekend that have 20 points on the leaderboard for the Kentucky Derby at hand. So uh, we'll get to that in just a minute. And I want to remind everybody that uh, after they did all the studies and all the uh, recapping of 2003, just want you to know something. The equine industry racing, breeding, etc. The equine industry around the United States of America had an impact in our economy of $177 billion. Keep that in mind. We do have strength as far as the racing industry is concerned. They got to use it in the right way, though. That's for sure. All right, let's take a look real quick at uh, some of the, uh, by the way, as far as the weather is concerned, as I say, the, the rain is coming here. And right now it's in Southern California. It's moving through to, to Nevada. That's the first. That's the first wave of precipitation in the Southwest and the West. The entire West Coast is getting a full rain of uh, you know rain and clouds and all that. That's going to move its way across the country. As you know, the jet stream goes west to east, so that's going to move across the country and have some uh, possibilities of some track conditions for this weekend on the East Coast. However. There is another system that's backed up behind it. There's going to be a small window of partial clouds and partial sunshine that's coming through here and Southern California, and then another big wave of rains going through Southern California that we'll get at the beginning of next week. But that rain that's going through Southern California may very well affect not only tomorrow's racing card, but maybe the weekend in Southern California at Santa Anita. We will wait and see. John Lindo will give us the latest report. He's there in Southern California. He'll give us the latest report on the weather conditions there and the possibility, the possibility of maybe a cancellation, just a possibility at the moment. But uh, looking at the weather around the country uh, from that, it's uh, clearing out, but they're waiting for these new storms to come through in the country today. Now, we do have all four of the uh, fields for the uh, Kentucky Derby uh, leaderboard points races, uh, that prep races that are coming up this weekend. Starting with the Holy Bull. Now, the Holy Bull, of course, is the race where uh, Fastness will uh, be uh, making his three-year-old debut. And in that race from the rail out, you have horses. uh, They are Hades, Inviable, 
uh, I'm sorry, Inveglid, the three horses, Otello, number four is Dancing Groom, number five, No More Time, the six is Domestic Product, Fierceness will be the seven horse, he's going to be listed probably on the morning line somewhere between three to five and two to five, it looks like he's got, he's got this field over a barrel, and the eight horse is Sea Streak, so they found seven other horses that go up against Fierceness as he makes his three-year-old debut after winning the Eclipse Award and, of course, the Breeders' Cup Juvenile last year. So that'll be the race. That'll be the Holy Bull. Fierceness is a big favorite there. In the Withers uh, at Aqueduct, number one is Speed Runner, uh, Liscano with Pletcher. The two is Deposition. Uh, Dexter, Dexter Haddock is going to be the rider there for Uriah St. Louis. The three is Lightline, which is an offspring of City of Light. Manny Franco for Brad Cox. The uh, four is El Grande O. Kendrick Carmouche for Linda Rice. The five is Seminole Chief. Trevor McCarthy for Jack Sisterson. The six is Society Man. Isaac Castillo for Danny Gargan. The seven, Mission Beach. Dylan Davis for Brittany Russell. The eight is Uncle Heavy. Uh, Michelle Sanchez for Robert Reed Jr. And the nine is Kanati. Kennedy, uh, Eric Cancel for Todd Pletcher. So Pletcher's got two horses in the, the withers there. And uh, those are the two races, of course, on the East Coast that, uh, that have uh, Kentucky Derby leaderboard points on them. As far as the other two races in the uh, Midwest, of course, the Southwest Stakes at Oaklawn. Uh, number one is Mayox Bay, Francisco Arrieta. For Michael Stidham, the two is Charleston, Harry Hernandez for Bill Fi- William Fires. The three is Magic Grant, Chris Landeros for Eddie Milligan Jr. The four, Otto the Conqueror, uh, Joel Rosario for Steve Asmus, and that horse is 5-1 to one on the morning line. Winstock, uh, a horse that's trained by Bob Baffert from Southern California, Winstock. Kyle Frey is going out to ride the Baffert horse there. Remember, if this horse wins, the Southwest, no 20 points because Baffert horses are not allowed to be in the Kentucky Derby this year, but he's going there for that purse in the uh, Southwest. The six is Liberal Arts, Christian Torres for Robert Medina. The seven is Carbone, Richard Santana Jr. for Steve Asmussen. The eight is Common Defense, Julian Peru for Kenny McPeak. The nine is Linebacker, uh, Emmanuel Esquivel for Jordan Blair. The ten is Mystic Dan, Brian Hernandez uh, Jr. for Kenny McPeak. The eleven, Just Steel an offspring of Justify, Just Steel, Ramon Vasquez for the coach, D. Wayne Lucas, and the 12 is Awesome Road, Florent Garot for Brad Cox, and that is, of course, the, um, the Southwest, which is a part, by the way, of the, uh, the series for the Arkansas Derby. And then in Southern California, the Bob Lewis, the Robert Lewis, also holding 20 points for the Kentucky Derby, exempt Bob Baffert horses now. And in the Robert Lewis, from the rail out, number one, Wine Me Up, Juan Hernandez for Bob Baffert. The two is Ace of Clubs, Edwin Maldonado for Doug O'Neill. The three, Better Than Gold, uh, an offspring of Nyquist, a derby winner. Uh, Mike Smith for Gary Mandela. The four is Moonlit Sonata, Giovanni Franco for Tim Yachtin. The five is Coach Prime. Franco Dittoria will ride for Bob Baffert. The six is Nysos, which uh, probably will be the favorite in this race. Flavian Pratt riding for Bob Baffert. A stronghold is the seven, Antonio Fresu for uh, Phil D'Amato. The eight is McVeigh, Umberto Rispoli for John uh, Scherfs. And the nine is Sectify, another offspring of Justify, uh, Hector Barrios for John Sadler. Three horses 
in the uh, Bob Lewis, trained by Bob Baffert, any one of those three, and uh, there will be no Kentucky Derby leaderboard points allowed for those horses. As far as the Kentucky Derby leaderboard right now, with 30 points and leading the way, and you know that's going to change with the 50 and 100-point races yet to come, Fierceness is the leader there by virtue of his win in the Breeders' Cup Juvenile. Track Phantom has 30 as well. Locked is there with 19. Timberlake at 16. Liberal Arts has 13. Nash with uh, 13 as well. Then uh, rounding out the top 10, West Saratoga with 11. Honor Marie with 10. Otto the Conqueror with 10. And Dornock with 10 as well. Also Catching Freedom is there with 10. So those are the leaders there. And those are the horses that are going to run this weekend uh, that have uh, leaderboard points, of course, for the Kentucky Derby. But remember... Any of the Bob Baffert trained win horses, uh, trained horses that win will not receive the 20 points. Okay, you're all set up and ready to go to our first break. When we come back, we got your racing menu and Jonathan Hardoon ready and set to go. So don't go away. We're almost there on a Friday, but this is your Thursday race day show. We'll be right back. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Live nighttime racing at Los Alamitos this Saturday and Sunday night with action-packed thoroughbred racing and thrilling quarter horse racing every night. And as always, Los Alamitos features night racing's best bets, like our early and late pick fours. Last weekend, the early pick four pool had a pool of over $170,000, while the late pick four had a pool of more than $140,000. And remember, Los Alamitos still offers the 10,000 pick six promo on Sunday nights if there's not a carryover. Our total pick six pools average over $60,000 each racing night. Enjoy the best of daytime simulcast racing at Los Alamitos with luxury-filled indoor seating locations in the beautiful Vessels Club. For weekend reservations, call 714-820-2681. Plus, we have the fun and convenient Burgart Sports Bar for the large wagering area and wall-to-wall big-screen TVs. We're all about the horse players. Our nighttime meet continues at Los Alamitos, and great racing is always here. Join us this Saturday and Sunday night at Los Alamitos. All right, back on the Race Day Las Vegas radio program for this Thursday. Uh, after going 0 for 26, I believe, yes, 0 for 26 at Gulfstream Park, Chad Brown is starting to thaw out now. He's the deep freezes off of him. He has won now four races, excuse me, three, uh, four races in the last three racing days. Four races in the last three racing days for Chad Brown. And one of those wins, that fourth win, came yesterday at Gulfstream Park with Jonathan Hardoon's selection for us in the seventh race, Tuscan Gold got there a winner 
under Tyler Gaffley on a great ride, too. Much the best in that race. Tuscan Gold paid five twenty. He was the second favorite in that race. There was another horse bet down to uh, even money in that race. But Chad Brown gets his uh, fourth win in the last three days with that. And we want to thank uh, Jonathan Hardoon for that selection as well. By the way, Chad Brown had two wins on yesterday's card. So uh, he's, uh, he's starting to thaw out now. Okay, let's go to the racing menu of racetracks available today in the Racebook Simulcast Centers and racetracks around the country. Reminding you, as we always do, the first post time to be broadcast on this menu each and every racing day is uh, reflective first post times in the Pacific time zone because we are in the Pacific time zone here at the South Point Studios at the South Point, Las Vegas, your Pacific time zone. These would be the first post times that roll out in our race books today, right over here, too. And if you're listening anywhere else, and we know you are because we're worldwide on all those platforms, we welcomed at the top of the show. There are plenty of people listening right now that are in another time zone. So adjust from the Pacific time zone to whatever time zone you're in, and you'll be right on the mark. This way you won't miss anything like, I miss mom and dad, okay? Here's the menu for today. We begin with um, Gulfstream Park. Now remember, Gulfstream Park... Uh, they had that mandatory payoff on Sunday, so they have a one-day carryover in their pick six jackpot, $11,070. I'm sorry, $14,054. $14,054 in the one-day carryover in the pick six rainbow jackpot at Gulfstream. Their first post time today, today is 9-10, 9-10 for their nine race card at Gulfstream. Then we go to Mahoning Valley. Mahoning Valley canceled out uh, after they started their card yesterday, Mahoning Valley canceled out, but uh, they haven't canceled yet today, so we're assuming they'll go. The Mahoning Valley Racecourse has a pick six jackpot carryover, $3,041, eight races, and a first post time of 9.45. 9.45 at uh, Mahoning Valley today. The Fairgrounds, Nolens, they kick in uh, with their 10 race card at 10.45. They've got a regular pick six carryover of $3,125. Their first post time for 10 races, 10.45. This morning, Turf Paradise in Phoenix, Arizona. They're starting hot there. People are uh, really uh, responding to uh, the locals, anyhow, to Turf Paradise and the local horsemen there. Turf Paradise has a pick six jackpot carryover today, $11,070. $11,070 in the pick six jackpot carryover at Turf Paradise. The first three races today will be quarter horse trials at 300 yards for three year olds and up, and then races four through nine will be thoroughbreds. Nine races overall. First post time is at 11.05 at Turf Paradise. Sunland Park has nine races today. Sunland Park's first post time is 11.25 for their thoroughbred uh, day of racing. Turfway Park has nine races and still full fields. Most of the races are full fields at Turfway. Uh, Turfway Park has a super high five carryover of $1,117. And their first post time with a pick six jackpot carryover also at eighteen thousand nine hundred and forty-six dollars, is at uh, two fifty-five. Two fifty-five. Nine races at Turfway Park. Penn National. Penn Nat has eight races today. Penn National's first post time is at uh, three p.m. Three p.m. at Penn National today, and then you have Delta Downs. Delta Downs wraps it up uh, for us today. Uh, I'm sorry, they don't. But Delta Downs has a first post time for eight races at three fifteen. Three fifteen at Delta. Then we wrap it up with Charlestown. Charlestown has eight races. Charlestown has a pick six jackpot carryover, $19,391, and a first post time of 4 p.m. at Charlestown. And that is 
your racing menu for today. Now we're going to bring in Jonathan Ardoon standing by. Jonathan, good morning. Good morning, Ralph. How are you? I'm doing fine. We're going to get a little precipitation here, and this is the stuff that has moved through uh, Southern California. Another one is coming, so I don't know what's going to go on with Southern California racing this weekend. Well, I certainly don't. They're calling it the Pineapple Express. Whatever that means, that's what they're getting. (laughs) (laughs) Well, anything with the word express in there doesn't mean any good if you're talking about the weather. So we'll wait and see about that. John, of course, John Linda will uh, keep us updated on that. When I went through, and I know you didn't go through the fields yet uh, in your handicapping, but when I went through the fields uh, for the Kentucky Derby prep races this weekend, anything stick out to you besides fierceness? Well, fierceness, is li- it's literally a public workout. I mean, I just looked at that race quickly, and uh, the competition, not so good. And uh, listen, obviously, he's not going to be squeezed. He has bigger fish to fry down the road, but he should have no problems. It's going to be one to five, probably, and uh, it's probably going to win. Now, you and uh, and uh, Jerry Jackowitz often say to us when uh, these big marquee-type horses that have been so accomplished in the year before, when they have their break and they come back and they have a, a goal in mind, and the goal for this horse, obviously, is the first Saturday in May at uh, in the Kentucky Derby, and they look like look like like they just just lean over this entire field. I mean, you know, like you said, you think it's an afternoon workout, but you guys always say if you're going to try to beat this horse, this favorite at a, at a time, it's always in this comeback race. Yeah, but he's got to be the field's got to be somewhat competitive. The problem is he's just so much faster. I mean, he they really found a weak spot for him. To be honest with you, I mean, if you the connections, you can't ask for a better place to come back and run because it, it looks like free money for them. And again, it looks like a public workout. And Jonathan, uh, of course, uh, you know, when you're talking about a horse like this, etc. I mean, uh, I look through this field and, you know, we're trying to stay familiar with the horses now that they're three-year-olds. And now that we're getting to the 20 point level, then in the 50 and the hundred, we're making our march to the Kentucky Derby. I take a look at these horses in this field. I don't recognize any of them. So, so what does that tell you, Ralph? Yeah. I mean, are any are any of them accomplished at all? Or I mean, I'm sure they broke their maidens. Yeah, I'm sure they're eligible for one other than you know they just broke their maidens. Some of them, I guess, I didn't look that deep. I just looked at the numbers, and uh, it's not even close. The best race out of all these uh, weekend races looks like the Arkansas race, the uh, the race at Oakland. Because the favorite in that race, breaking from the rail, who won his last race by 10 lengths, uh, I don't like that horse at all. But I think that's the best betting race out of all those races. Well, uh, does Brad Cox have a horse in that field? I, I went he through does, so quick. He does. He has an 8-1 to one shot that yeah. uh, is not one of his better ones. Now, he, you said he, like Todd Pletcher and certainly Bob Baffert, that's, uh, you know, that's an irrelevant thing when you're talking about the Kentucky Derby because his horses, although they're – they're probably right underneath uh, fierceness as of the most competitive and the most accomplished at this time, but they won't be eligible because they stayed in this barn. All his owners took a stand. They kept their horses in the barn. That Now, you know, that. by the way, that costs the owners. Uh, these are high-priced horses to begin with, but then that cost the owners a chance at winning the Kentucky Derby. And when you win the Derby, the stallion fee goes up uh, at least a million dollars overnight because you won the Derby. So they are making a stand not only uh, with the principal, but with, with the financing as well. But, um, you know, when you talk about the Bob Baffert horses, Brad Cox, 
and Ty, uh, Todd Pletcher seem to have the next uh, stable full of uh, competitive horses at this time, right? Yeah, what the Baffert owners are doing is they're literally willing to give up millions and millions of dollars. I mean, when you win the Derby and you, and you can go make a stallion deal with any of these breeding farms, you're talking about 5 to $10 million right off the bat. I mean, you know, and uh, I don't know, you know, good for them. I guess they could. the money obviously doesn't mean that much to them because they're willing to take a principal stand, which is, you know, good. If you, if you could afford to do it, do it. But they are willing to give up millions of dollars. That's what you're talking about here, Ralph, millions and millions of dollars. Well, we will see how far we will see how far this band goes. Because it seems like every year they extend the ban, and uh, we'll we'll just wait and see what's going to happen there. But uh, you know, like you said, the Southwest will be competitive. The Bob Lewis is going to be competitive only amongst the looks like the Baffert horses. Yeah, that's the problem. What does he have? Three horses in the yeah. race. Yeah, uh, yeah. Does, yeah, and they're probably short field. So, you know, uh, people on Twitter yesterday were obviously listening to the show because they came up with our idea that the Balfour owners should uh, have a three-year-old uh, West Coast Derby and put ten million in the po- in the pot and see how many people they attract. <laughs> yeah, and I got a perfect. Uh... A perfect logo sign for them, but I'm not going to get into it now. In any case, uh, uh, you know, by the way, let's not overshadow the fact that there are two Kentucky Oaks uh, prep races this weekend. uh, And that, of course, uh, on Saturday, uh, the Martha Washington at Oaklawn and on Sunday, the Las Virginas at Santa Anita, uh, of course, for the fantasy at Oaklawn and for the uh, Santa Anita Oaks at uh, Santa Anita. But they have uh, Kentucky Oaks. Uh, leaderboard points for that as well in going to the Kentucky Oaks. And Kentucky Oaks Day, the day before the Kentucky Derby, has become a very big day of racing of it within itself. Yeah, no question about it. And if one of these Phillies, you know, step forward and really take charge, it'd be a lot more interesting in the race, and uh, I think we'll see that. All right, Jonathan, we'll get uh, get you going to handicapping all of those uh, races for us tomorrow. We'll go over the races ne- with, with you having a, a chance to take a look at them tomorrow, those prep races as well. Uh, but uh, you do have a, a handicapping sheet today at Gulfstream where we got that nice winner yesterday, and that was a solid winner too. It was. She was bet down from four to one. I knew the race she was coming out of. He was coming out of. Uh, he got beat by another Chad Brown horse that they paid uh, over $2 million for, wow. Sir Leon. So. You know, that was a real race, uh, his first race as a two-year-old, and he came back ready to run in a terrific ride by Gaffleone, really. I mean, you know, not easy to win from an outside post at a mile and a 16th at Gulfstream when they used that first uh, line for their finish line. So big advantage to inside horses. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you something, too. If you watch that race, this horse was like almost five wide when he started going into the turn, very wide, and he managed to get him over to the three-path. You get a chance to see the head-on because uh, that's the way they show it at Gulfstream down the backside. So he's still in the three-path down the backside, and he stayed that way until he circled and got to the lead. So he ran uh, longer than the uh, the prescribed mile in the 16th in that race to win it easily. Yeah, yeah, he's going to be, uh, you know, he's he may have a future ahead of him. He just turned three, so let's see what happens. And again, Chad Brown, another guy that has a lot of good young horses. All right, what are For we doing today? today? We're going to look at, uh, by the way, slim pickings at Gulfstream today, to be honest with you, a lot of chalk. uh, But we're going to look at the eighth race today, and I like the number six horse in here, 
Old Chestnut. This is a seven-year-old gelding from the Marty Drexler barn. He puts Tyler Gaffleone up to ride. He's listed at six to one on the morning line. He makes his first start since last November at Woodbine. Uh, the race should set up well for him. I like number six, Old Chestnut, six to one on the morning line to upset and win today's eighth race out at Gulfstream Park. A lot of handicappers handicapping the the races today at Gulfstream. As you say, it looks like slim pickings because it does look like there'll be a lot of favorites there. But in, uh, they thought that eighth race was one of the mo- most wide-open races on the card, and you come with a good horse there. Number six, Old Chestnut, 8-1, to one, Tyler Gaffley on the board. Eighth race, number six, Old Chestnut. And uh, Jonathan does have a full sheet uh, for today at Gulfstream uh, at his website, don't you, Jonathan? Yes, J O N H A R D O O N dot com. Well, we gave him, you know, he's he took a little uh, easy today with the handicapping, but he'll be at full tilt for the rest of the weekend with uh, at least four sheets uh, for the uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, right? Yeah, let's hope Sanita gets the cards in. You know, it's threatening weather there. And uh, again, they yeah. look for any excuse to cancel when it rains, that they're afraid to run over seal track right. or whatever. Right. So hopefully the weather stays away long enough for them to get the cards in. All right. Good enough, my man. We will let you go, and we will talk to you tomorrow. Thank you, Ralph. Stay safe and be well. All right. Coming up next, Rich Hang with the latest on Super Bowl action and uh, a thought or two maybe of uh, what lies ahead with proposition bets. By the way, the multi-page proposition offerings here at the South Point will be available tomorrow in the sports book here. And people are all already starting to clamor to get some of the prop bets. We'll be back. Don't go away. Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation is committed to helping our nation's heroes and their families in their darkest hours. When a first responder or veteran doesn't return home and leaves behind a young family, Tunnel to Towers supports them. The foundation pays off their mortgages and lifts their financial burdens through their Gold Star Family Home Program and Fallen First Responder Home Program. Through their Smart Home Program, catastrophically injured veterans and first responders regain their independence with a mortgage-free home, specially adapted adapted to meet their unique physical needs. Tunnel to Towers also provides housing assistance and services to our nation's homeless veterans through their Homeless Veteran Program. They are helping more than 2,000 in 2023 because no veteran should be living on the streets of the country they signed up to protect. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good and never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices made by our nation's heroes. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2, T.org. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. 
right, back on the Race Day Las Vegas radio program for this almost Friday, Thursday. Remember, this is the week that we wait and ponder our bets for the Super Bowl. And then next weekend, game on, that's for sure. We bring in Rich Ang. Richie, good morning. Hey, good morning, Ralphie. Well, we're getting uh, all set and ready to uh, take a look at the multitude of uh, bets that we can b- make besides just the regular bet on the uh, Super Bowl, the first blush here. And uh, the uh, the point spread is real tight and it's been w- really uh, staying that tight. I know there have been uh, several million-dollar wages already in town on the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, there have been some uh, big bets. The numbers first came out on Sunday night right after the end of the uh, 49ers-Lions uh, game. And uh, as we talked about yesterday, it opened at minus 2.5, 49ers favorite. It got bet down as low as minus 1, but it's rebounded back to uh, a very c- consistent number. In fact, I, while you and Jonathan were talking, I was checking, starting with the South Point uh, phone app, uh, I checked all eight of my phone apps for the uh, Super Bowl line. Right. Everyone <clears throat> has the same number, minus 2, 47.5. And that is San Francisco minus two and the over and under total 47 and a half during regulation. I know a lot of people are, are looking at uh, possibly betting uh, to go overtime because they think these two are going to go right down to the wire. Yeah, it's possible. In fact, uh, I did stop at the South Point yesterday, Ralph, mm-hmm. with a couple of bets, had a nice hot dog at the hot dog uh, cart. Yeah. And uh, I picked up uh, one of these sheets. It's a it's one percent of the props yeah. <laughs> that are going to come out uh, from the South Point. Uh, you talked about the uh, the main report coming out tomorrow, but for example, here here's a, a number, Ralph, that I know you uh, try to bet every Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Will there be a safety? And uh, the yes is plus seven hundred. The minus is eleven hundred. Uh, there's uh, the next line is will there be a successful two point conversion? The yes is plus two hundred. The minus uh, two forty. But uh, it's just a, a small sample of uh, size of the hundreds and hundreds of props that are going to oh, be yeah. on the bird. Yeah, I, I think that's like a tease sample, really. Uh, but uh, I got to tell you, uh, the safety, I don't think I'll participate this year because uh, we know that uh, Mahomes is a scrambler, and I can see him scrambling out of the end zone if if the safety comes in play there. And uh, the same thing with Purdy. I think he can get out. I think these two quarterbacks are, are, are uh, talented enough to at least get out of the end zone in that one. And as uh, par- far as the two-point conversion, uh, these two uh, coaches seem to be very traditional, and I, I don't see a two-point conversion even being attempted unless it means to tie the game in a point spread or something like that. But uh, that, that overtime is attractive. Again, you meant it happened last year. And uh, mm-hmm. the overtime is attractive, uh, again, because it's such a, a tight point spread that uh, the the odds makers, of course, the odds makers are handicapping the players, not the game itself, but how the players will play. But the good players, the big players, uh, you know, are, are telling you that they think this game is going to go down to the wire, and it, it may very well be overtime again. You don't know. Yeah, you know, you're right about that. When the line is minus two uh, either way, it just tells you that people think it's going to be a one-possession game. Mm-hmm. It come, could come down to who has the football last, and you, who knows, someone may kick a, a game-tying field goal and they go to overtime. Sure. And uh, I, I know going to the safety, if, if I remember correctly, you uh, you hit a couple of them really good back-to-back or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I uh, did, yeah. That was in that was a 
a decade or so ago. I remember the first one I, I had was the, the game when the uh, Giants played uh, Buffalo, and uh, that was many, many years ago. But, uh, yeah, I, I kind of look for those type of, uh, those type of uh, propositions because it's a, it's a higher number. You know, most of the ones with the, the uh, players involved and their stats and all that, they're, they're lower numbers. But anything you like, folks, up until right with the coin toss is, is going to be available, that's for sure. And I'm sure, Richie, that you'll be stopping by tomorrow to pick up that uh, multi-sheet here as well. And we will talk to you tomorrow. Do you have a horse pick at all? No? Well, uh, actually, if, if I go off camera for a second, I, I can volunteer a horse. Just give me one second. All right. We're going we're gonna to take a look at his nice two doorways there and, and his, uh, his uh, poster there. Okay. What do, you, what do you got real quick? Yeah, let's go to Fairgrounds race number seven. Uh, I like the number three horse. It's called Sri Lanka. It's a turf runner with a, a good closing style. Brendan Walsh using uh, Florent Giroux, and uh, the horse is three to one. But uh, Sri Lanka, race seven, the three horse at Fairgrounds. You got it, Richie. Thanks so much, and we will talk to you tomorrow and keeping us updated on what's going on betting-wise with the uh, Super Bowl and any late injuries or things that might happen with players as we march towards the Super Bowl. Thanks a lot, Rich. Hey, thanks, Rob. Good luck, everybody. All right, we're going to take a quick uh, last break, and then when we come back, we've got uh, John Lindo standing by and Jerry Jackowitz as well. Do not go away. We'll be right back. Live nighttime racing at Los Alamitos this Saturday and Sunday night with action-packed thoroughbred racing and thrilling quarter horse racing every night. And as always, Los Alamitos features night racing's best bets, like our early and late pick fours. Last weekend, the early pick four pool had a pool of over $170,000, while the late pick four had a pool of more than $140,000. And remember, Los Alamitos still offers the 10,000 pick six promo on Sunday nights if there's not a carryover. Our total pick six pools average over $60,000 each racing night. Enjoy the best of daytime simulcast racing at Los Alamitos with luxury filled indoor seating locations in the beautiful Vessels Club. For weekend reservations, call 714-820-2681. Plus, we have the fun and convenient Burgart Sports Bar for the large wagering area and wall-to-wall big screen TVs. We're all about the horse players. Our nighttime meet continues at Los Alamitos and great racing is always here. Join us this Saturday and Sunday night at Los Alamitos. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Day Las Vegas show, the only exclusive daily local media racing information source in Las Vegas. 
All righty, we got to remind you about two great shows uh, here on the South Point Studios uh, feed through YouTube. It is uh, Punchlines with Frank Nicotero, five days a week, Monday through Friday, noon to one o'clock. And the Sports by the Book, seven days a week, Monday to Friday, 3 to 4 p.m., Saturday and Sunday, 8.30 a.m. to 10 a.m. Believe me, you got to watch these, especially leading up to the Super Bowl. These are great shows. Now let's go to John Lendo standing by. John, good morning. Good morning, Ralph. How you doing? I'm doing fine, my man. So you got out of jury duty, huh, man? I guess I ended up on the also eligible list yesterday. Didn't didn't draw in, but that's okay. You know, went down there to do my civic duty and yep. uh, get to get it back to work now. Yeah, uh, when they you know call people in for jury duty, they take like ten percent of the the entire group that uh, that manages to come down. So you had your odd, odds were in your favor. What about the odds for weather conditions this weekend at Santa Anita? Well, it's raining outside right now. It's supposed to rain all day today. Uh, start tapering off tonight, Ralph. So. They closed the track for training at Santa Anita today. Tomorrow will be joggers only. Uh, you know, um, I think we're okay for Saturday. I don't know about tomorrow yet. The card is drawn. Uh, there are three turf races scheduled. So we'll have to check late changes in the morning. They have to go through all the alphabet groups, the trainers, the uh, horse racing board, whatever, get the okays to race. So uh, I won't know until tomorrow morning for sure if we're going to race. And, you know, I hate to having that doubt in our mind. Well, you know, it, we do know the conditions in Southern California with all the uh, fail-safe uh, things that you got to go through there and, uh, you know, a multitude, of volume of uh, people that check off on it. So we understand. We will wait. And as soon as, you, uh, as soon as you get word on it, if it's before the show, text me right away. And if it's during the show, we'll just get it then. Uh, that's for sure. You do have a Gulfstream sheet today for uh, the Lindo Report for here at the uh, South Point. South Point has the Lindo Report for Gulfstream, covering all the races, just late pick four and all that stuff. I want to rip through the uh, jockey and trainer standings real quick. Okay, as far as the uh, jockeys go, Arad Ortiz, no surprise. He's the leader, 64 wins. Paco Lopez is second with 52. Jose Ortiz rounds out the top three. He's got 40. As far as the trainers, Joseph Jr. is the leader, 31 winners for him. Todd Pletcher has 17. And Mark Cassie is in third with 16 wins. And, uh, of course, uh, Chad Brown is now off the schneid. He's getting hot. He had uh, four winners in the last three days and two winners yesterday as well. What about the favorites? Favorites are still hitting at a good number, 38% for the meet at Gulfstream. Okay. Mm. All righty. Well, we'll get right to it so you can uh, start preparing for the weekend. I know I'll ask you, like I do, Jonathan, about all the uh, derby prep uh, races this weekend as well. But uh, we'll cut to the chase and get a pick. Let's go down to the ninth and final of the Gulfstream today, Ralph. I like the way number five, Hot and Lucky, improved switching to the Gulfstream Park turf last time. One easily was claimed by Safi Joseph for tra owner Ken Ramsey. Uh, Safi Joseph is excellent first off the claim. Good tactical speed here. I just think he found a home on the Gulfstream Park turf. Five to two on the program. Number five, Hot and Lucky, right back. Race number nine, Gulfstream Park. All right. Well, Slim Pickens at Gulfstream, but you and Jonathan gave me a night's uh, late double as well. You were back-to-back -back with your selections. Yours in the ninth race, number five, Hot and Lucky. Let's keep it uh, appropriate uh, for a win there. Edgar Zayas aboard the five in the ninth race. Jonathan gave the uh, six in the eighth race. So I'll do a Sirocco uh, late double, uh, the uh, six-five combination beginning in the eighth race. You like the five, Hot and Lucky. Don't forget... Uh, John also has a suggested late pick for 
at a Gulfstream. And for the rest of the weekend, quick, John. We do Santa Anita tomorrow. I will do both Santa Anita and Gulfstream Park with the questions around Southern California. I'll do two Linda reports Saturday, back to Santa Anita on Sunday. And, of course, a coast-to-coast pick five on the sheet as well, right? Each day, Saturday, Sunday, yes. All right, John, John uh, just uh, relax for a while and then get back to work, my man. Hey, look, it's raining out anyhow. Thanks a lot, John. All right, good luck today. And don't forget the, uh, the uh, Linda report is available right now here at the South Point, free of charge, exclusively here at the South Point only. Let's get to uh, Jerry Jackowitz now. Jerry, we ran out of time uh, yesterday uh, when you were trying to explain the, the, the example that you had for looking for value, et cetera. So we'll let you continue. Oh, great. Well, I'm so happy to do it. So going back to the race, it was the 13th race at uh, Saturday at Gulfstream Park. Uh, the play we had given out was Senor Buscador the six over the four, five, seven, eight, eleven. And the seven was a really good favorite in national treasure shipping in for uh, Bob Baffert cross country. And I just barely lost the beat, uh, the Breeders' Cup mile and uh, creek this winter. So a real good two-turn speed horse that, um, which would usually do very good at Gulfstream Park. They're they're very good for two-turn speed horses. Do great at that track. So, um, you know that was a he was a good favorite and actually pretty fairly priced as it turned out around five to two. So um, the play, as I as we said, started out with a, a very simple approach to uh, extracting value out of the uh, out of your selections you you know here was my idea i gave it out on the radio and now all i have to do is go to the window and bet it and here's the simple way i would go about betting i would take the the six or senior bruscador and in a one dollar exactor place him over the four five seven eight eleven that would cost twenty dollars I would then take the four, five, seven, eight, eleven, and put it over Senior Bruscador. That would cost another twenty dollars, and now I have sort of built a win-place betting proposition. I would then take the favorite, almost invariably, no matter what, and make an extra exacta for for one or two dollars. But in this case, I like the favorite. It's Baffert with uh, Pratt on, with a really good horse. So in this case, I'd make a five-dollar exacta with the favorite on top of the six which actually came in, and then I would reverse that for maybe 2 or $3. So in this case example, I'll make it $3. What else do I want to do? Well, if you look at the spread, you know, the whole horse group of horses you have, you have this horse croupie in there, it's 34 to 1, and you have some other good value horses. So it really pays to maybe think about some trifectas and even superfectas. And with 50-cent trifectas and 10-cent supers, that coverage is fantastic. So in a similar way, without changing my formula, still using the six horses, really to me the top out key, and I'm gonna explain that concept again. I would just go to the trifectas and bet the four, five, seven, eight, eleven, with the four, five, seven, eight, eleven, with the six. That's gonna cost me ten bucks for a fifty cent trifecta. And then I would go and bet the four, five, four, five, seven, eight, eleven, with the four, five, seven, eight, eleven, with the four, five, seven, eight, eleven, and put the six fourth. And this would bring bring a lot of value into the play if if Senior Bruscador ran third or fourth, and that would cost another six dollars. And so now, 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 now that's for a superfecta. 
Right, a ten okay. cent super cool. Right, Just six bucks. Yeah, okay. Well, my the major part of my bet is the twenty dollar exacto, the twenty dollar exacto, the five dollar uh, with the favorite, the three dollar turn with the favorite. That's forty eight dollars. That's my main bet. And for another sixteen dollars, which brings it to sixty four dollars, uh-huh. I now have fantastic coverage. I have a chance that. I have even a chance that my horse can run badly and the long shot, Krupe, could run third or fourth. Yeah. I mean, he could run fourth, and I have another way of making a big score. All right. So, so now the total investment of how you laid it out, the total investment out of the pocket would be what? Sixty-four? $64. $64. And, now, and if you wanted to bet more money, yeah. just by the percentage that you want, that's how much you would add to each category. Okay. So if you want to bet a hundred dollar bet, you you just double it. Okay. So now uh, that base bet is sixty four dollars. Do you have the payoffs in front of you? No, I don't, Ralph. I'm sorry. All right. Well, uh, <laughs> I, I went through the payoffs yesterday, but I don't have that sheet in front of me. Anyhow, the exacta paid well. The trifecta paid, I think, two hundred fifty dollars for the fifty cents. I think something like that. And yeah. I didn't even uh, check on the superfecta. What I'm trying to say, and what he's trying to say, is simply put: in this particular example. Because you're dealing with a long shot that's a key horse, and that horse was 20 to 1 on the morning line, but it turned out to be, uh, I think, at 8 to 1 at the post time. Eight. If you put it in those spots that he's talking about, with minimal money, you can cash up to between 500 750 maybe even $1,000 on that minimal money when they come in with an additional long shot that's part of the uh, link-ups in this sequence, Correct. That is correct. And if you went to the, the track and all you had was $50 in your kicker for the whole day, it would be better to take that entire 50 and put it on a pop-out key, such as Senior Bruscador or some other horse, yeah. than betting $2 here and $5 here and chasing this and chasing that. And But what would you, you do would, with the, what would you do with the $50? Would you put it, uh, you know, it, to win? Oh, I would, well, no. Well, you could always make a, a win place bet. You're sure. But for the fifty dollars, I would come up with the the six over the four, five, seven, eight, eleven, reverse four, five, seven, eight, eleven over the six, and then yeah. come up with a six, seven, seven, six exacta. All right, and that would, that's how I kill the fifty. Oh, okay, all right. So that's the example. Uh, not only looking, right. not only looking for value, folks, but what uh, Jerry's trying to say is money management is also a key in how you lay out the bets as well. And uh, yours truly right here is somebody who can learn more about the money management and how to make the bets because I'm a little weak, very sometimes very weak on that. But I want to thank you. Yeah, (laughs) I I, I do want to thank you so much uh, for explaining that and getting it done, Jerry. But we have no time left, so go ahead and say it. Have a great race day, everybody.